Welcome. Today is Monday, May 13th. These two bastards made it one full year. That's right. Matt and Muse have been around for a full year. We've got hot takes to make up for a lack of hot cakes. Let's go. If it'll load... Maybe. I don't know what happened. Let's go. Maybe not. Three, two, one. This is the Matt Muse Show with Matt Hensler and Adam Musinski. Ankle has landed. If that would have happened one episode ago, I would have told us to restart. But seeing as this is our uh, one-year episode, it's kind of fitting because what just happened there is a very great example of what we are. Uh, My thoughts exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we go through and test everything before we go on air so that doesn't happen. And it still happened. (laughs) Now it's working fine. I don't know what happened. I love it. That's that's perfect. Jeez, oh man, I tell you. All right. So, yes, we've been around for a year. We're going to reflect on that a little later, though. We have a lot to get into. A lot to get into. So, like delicious beers at some point. Yeah, exactly. But first, I want to ask you guys a question on the podcast. Make sure you answer. If it'll be live on Facebook. Um, Weigh in. Let us know. Are you a fan of a lake or a pool? We'll announce the answers at the end of the show. I know my answer. I think I know your answer, too. Yeah, for sure. I definitely know my answer. I'm uh, glad you know your own answer. Yeah. But yeah, lake or pool? Pool or lake? It could be a freshwater or saltwater pool. There's saltwater pools? Yeah. Really? Actually, it's supposed to be really good for your body. Interesting. I did not know that. Much more expensive. Melanie says, happy anniversary." Dang, that should have been oh. our title. Oh, it, Mel. Mel. I was intern. just talking to her, too. She could have said this to us intern. 15 minutes ago. Right? Jeez. Yeah, isn't she our unpaid intern right now? I think so. Last time I checked. <laughs> so we do have a new setup we're trying to get used to. Yeah, not used to that cord being right there. Yeah, We'll get used to it. Get in, buy a little extension thing, then we can make it disappear better. So, Adam and I realized that we're fat, and we're old, and our backs hurt. So, we couldn't sit in bar stools anymore. We need something with a back on it. This is much more comfortable. This is. I mean, they're not even the greatest seats, but they have a back on them. And I feel more... And it'll be nice, too, because we have coming up, actually, in just a few short weeks. Next week, we're on on location again, but then we come back for a while. We actually are going to go four wide one a couple times. So... It's going to be a party. Pretty wild. Yeah. We got a couple of cool breweries coming in town. Say what's up. Arbor, Roke, a couple other ones. Say hi. Um, so, yeah, we'll go four wide. We'll, we'll have a blast. But that was kind of part of the setup, too, is, hey, let's make it more enjoyable for the viewers, I guess. For all you wonderful people watching live on Facebook because you have nothing better to do on a Monday evening. And so our backs we don't thank hurt. thank you. Mainly so our backs don't hurt. So cool thing about one-year episode is we get to do something special. And this is something that... Not that sitting next to you at least once a week is not special, but... Oh, no, I dread it every day. <laughs> I regret... You regret it every day. 
your regret. Monday nights. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, that makes me feel great. We decided to... So I, I'm a huge fan of Backwoods Bastard, basically. And I have four years saved up here. And we are going to legitimately go vertical tasting 15, 16, 17, 18. Now you're asking yourself, Adam, did it Backwoods Bastard become year-round? And to that, Adam would say... Why, yes. Yes, it did. Which is one reason, like, I like that it's year-round. I like the beer a lot. This is 16, right, you're born? True. Okay. Um, but I actually went out and found a bottle that was brewed and bottled around the same time that when it was re- limited released, that it was in that time frame. So they're all about a year apart. I like this beer. Me Fresh. too. I can't recall the last time I had an old bottle of Backwoods Bastard. I had, last year, I had a 14. Give me your 17 cup when you get a second. Um, I had a 14 last year for, oh, I think it might have been Jameson's birthday or something. It was Whoa. fantastic. Whoa. What one's that? Uh, 18, 18 here is the new uh, one. New one's a little, little lively. It is. That's all right. So this is great radio. Absolutely, we're just pouring just beers. Pouring. Oh, <laughs> I gave it to you. <laughs> I didn't grab my own cup. Okay. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yes, I can. Thanks. Oh my gosh! Break our cool glasses we were given by one of our friends. All right. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Cool. So drinking beer. Drink a beer. So backwards bastard. Um, for those that don't know, now we should have done that before. That was really, really <laughs> bad. Fun to talk about as we were uh, pouring it all. Um, obviously, burn barrel aged Scotch Ale, eleven percent available year round now. Um, beer rating of a hundred on Rape Beer. I think Beer Advocates up there too. I don't. They're not hundreds. They do like fives or something or tens. I can't remember. So, all right. So every time we crack one of these or go on to another one, no matter what we're doing, we're gonna play the sounder. I can I can smell them all. Oh god, it smells so boozy down here. That was a uh, son of a gun. That's good. That is so smooth. Holy crap! That was oh. a 2015. We both just drank. Um, if anybody's out at the store and happens to find a four pack at 2015 <laughs> Backwoods Bastard, I will buy it off you for two dollars over what you paid. <laughs> I'm interested to see what happens because we did the no rules tasting. We did 15, 16, 17, 18, right? Yeah. Yep. 15 was the best. And then 16 was, I think, we agreed upon probably the worst. Yep. So I'm interested to see what happens here. Me too. Do you want to just dive into it? Take a sip of all of them right now? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. 16. That's still really good. It is. I like 15 more. I do. I taste a lot more uh, oak. Yeah. 15 is very balanced and smooth. Some might call it crushable. (laughs) I've never had a crushable 11% beer, (laughs) but yeah, why not? 17, baby. All bombers can be a (laughs) crushable beer if you believe in yourself. 
like to get really close to the microphone and I swallow. That reminds yeah. me more of 15 than 16. I would agree with that. That is very, again, balanced and mellowed out. In a good I way. have a feeling that 18 is going to be boozy. I, I would but agree But not with very that. sweet. Six months old, this beer is, so obviously not nearly as old as the other ones. Cool. Booze in your face for sure. Yep. 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 But still, good. Yeah, well, fantastic beer. But yeah, that's 100% <laughs> boozy. You you get that right off the top. Whew. So, uh, all the barrel-aged beers that Founders has made more than one time, Backwoods, I think, is my favorite. I know it's yours. Yes. Backwoods is probably, honestly, my favorite beer of all time. Like, if you told me I get to drink one beer the rest of my life, I'm going to pick Backwoods. And Adam would get really, really fat because this is just a bottle of sugar. Yeah. Really fat and really it's drunk really, really quick. <laughs> You'd only need like a four-pack for your day. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even need that much. Well, let's find out. <laughs> All right. Let's here we four go. more. <laughs> hey, I got some. I got more 17 <laughs> and more 18. I think this is the end of my 15 and 16, though. Well, I'm honored to be here for it. I know. I was saving them for a special occasion. I want to do it with someone that would appreciate it. And as soon as we kind of started the podcast, I'm like, this would be awesome if we make it to a year. We made it through a year, so it's been a good run. It's awesome. Uh, might as well quit where we'll over even, I guess. You kind of stumbled over that. Absolutely. I'll try again next time. <laughs> okay. So we obviously... Just vertically tapped all of these. This doesn't freaking load perfectly. Adam, not Corona. No, I really do like Corona. Melanie's asked me why I don't, Corona. Corona is like my go-to beer when I'm ready to crush, crush some beers. But if you told me I could only drink one beer the rest of my life, it would probably be Backwoods Bastard. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but what is your take then? So obviously we just did a vertical tasting. What is your take on the vertical tasting? Oop. Number six. <laughs> this we damn are, soundboard. We are a mess. <laughs> I was just trying to put some jams in the background. And that just totally backfired. Because it scrolled a lot quicker than I was expecting. So, I'm a huge fan. You gotta huge, turn that huge. sound off. I, did. I keep hearing it somewhere. Is it on your computer? I'm hearing us. You're crazy, man. All right. Maybe it's Mel upstairs that has it on. I could be cranking over the sound system upstairs. Cranking it. Um, I'm a huge fan of vertical tastings. And when what's really cool when a, a tap room or a bar is able to hold on to a keg year after year, it's pretty neat opportunity for them mm-hmm. to be able to put on two, three, four years of the same beer. Because one, you get all the fans out there to go drink it. And two, it's cool to see how this beer holds up over time. Um, Obviously, a lot of breweries do it, and they hold on to these beers as a um, a way to sort of monitor how it lasts over time, so they can sort of keep an eye on um, its longevity in the market. But as a fan of beer, I like to hold on to stuff and cellar it. But on the flip side, I don't like holding on to stuff and cellaring it because I look at it, I'm like, man, why the hell did I spend all that money on beer? Right. That's why, like we were saying when we talked about our aging beer episode or whatever, banter that it was more or less for me at least that I do it for only a few things and I'll probably continue to buy a four pack of backwoods 
ate or dated in that October range just because of how much I enjoy the beer. And I feel like I've been doing this for so long, I might as well keep going. But as far as like, oh, I'm going to go buy KBS. I didn't even buy KBS this year. I know it's still out there though, but I'm not, I don't think I'll be aging it much more, but I don't know. No, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's just beer. What frustrates me is, I mean, there's people I know, they get really bent out of shape and they don't find a bottle of their beer that they've been really looking for. You know what? It's just, just beer. And I mm. bet you if Brewery A makes a barrel-aged stout, Brewery B, C, D, E, and F are also going to make a barrel-aged stout that's probably almost just as good, if not better. So, no, it sucks you didn't get it, but let's go find another one. There's so many breweries out there anymore. Let's go drink beer. Exactly. Exactly. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to be drinking these four beers with you this evening, but... No, no, I know. I agree. No, I'm all about, like... Going back to the vertical tasting, we we're gonna address. Um, I'm about them just because if you do it on a beer that is made to age, and it's one thing to get a beer, one bottle of it, and age it, and then drink it. Like, okay, yeah, it's gonna be good probably. Like, a, like I have a Soul Snatcher from Rochester Mills, which is gonna be fantastic whenever I drink it. But that's the only one I have. I'd wait because uh, oh, it's the last boozy. one I drank was boozy yeah, and no. it was well over a year old. Yeah. So, like, the reason I like doing this is, especially on these, like, smaller bottles, is we can split them up and drink them, but, like, you really get to taste the difference in how the flavor progresses year over year over year over year. That's what I enjoy, is seeing what happens. Because, like, if you go drink this beer once a year, you know, when it was limited, when it came out, you would honestly most likely think it tasted the same. You might notice a few differences here and there, but you wouldn't really be able to compare it as much as you can compare it right now when you're tasting literally like we did, one, two, three, and four. I uh, this may come as a shock to you. I like I like beer. I'm just flabbergasted. I'm that is my first hot take of the evening. Matt likes beer. Oh no, Matt's computer turned off. Second hot take. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have many hot takes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what you were trying to do. Two for two. Three for three. Well, should you go for the quad direct, quad tracta, quad tracta? I know it's all left-handed. I'm going to screw one up. Four for it's four. because you got a right. lot closer to that case than you did before. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> it from above. So, yeah, beer's exciting, but ladies and gentlemen, if you can't find the beer you like, I don't feel sorry for you. Go no. find some more beer. There's so much out there. Go find something else. Please. Don't be a beer snob. No one likes beer snobs. From two beer snobs. Don't be a beer snob. <laughs> don't be us. No, you ruin beer for yourself. I think I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I used to go into bars and just order draft beer, like whenever I wanted. I'd be like, oh, sure, I'll take that. It's on draft. And now I go to certain bars. I don't even order anything on draft because I know what their lines look like. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking that. Take the freshest bottle of Corona you get. Exactly. From last year. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, it's all skunky in the same. Just throw Absolutely. some lime in, I'll be happy. As well, give me a Heineken. Those are nice and skunky too. Chase it with a shot of Jim Beam, and I'll be happy. As long as there's no fruit flies in it. The Jim Beam? Yeah. Fruit flies and Jim Beam? Fruit flies and all liquor, man. Oh. It's kind of gross. Well, they're supposed to cap them. Yeah, well, you would think that. I've seen some nasty things in my day. Like you I've looked in the mirror? some nasty places in my day. Like you looked in the mirror? It's still not funny, Adam. Say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. What'd you do? Look in the mirror? <laughs> Got you to laugh. That's all that matters. I win. So, huge, 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 huge sporting news coming out of the state of Michigan today. Out 
of nowhere. Um, his players didn't know. His staff didn't know. Um, but John Beeline is leaving the University of Michigan and going to the NBA to coach the Cleveland Cavaliers. I am appalled and shocked and stunned. I am flabbergasted. Like, I, he's been in talks with other teams before. He was with the Pistons last year he interviewed. He's, he's had the little interest in it, but it never came to fruition. And what he's been able to do at Michigan with those teams and with the little recruits he was getting there for a while, it was it's a, I felt like he was a lifer. He brought U of M's basketball program back out of obscurity. Exactly. I mean, there was a period of time where they were just, it was just a program because it brought in money. These last several years, I mean, it's been a dominant program. I mean, he's been in the Final Four. He's been always a contender for the conference championship. Very good program, very good teams, very good recruits, and decides to make the jump in the NBA. And At 66 seen, years old. Which is... You know what I bet it is? I bet you the NBA's got a really good retirement package. Which, you know what? University of Michigan probably does too. I mean, it's yeah, the University of Michigan. It's not like he's coaching Akron. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Akron's is probably good too. The Zags. Yeah, they beat up on Central. I don't know why I know that they're the Zags. I know they're the Zags. Anyways, so what we were wondering, we were talking about this right before we came on air, was... Beeline, we thought, had a very high salary at U of M. And we, we decided to dig into it a little bit and realized he was making like $3.3 million, which is still, don't get me wrong, that's a ton of money, a lot more than what we make. But Not I, much, I, I mean. I thought it was five or six, personally. I thought I heard that number somewhere. Apparently I was wrong. He inked a five-year deal with the Cavs. It's just a matter of now we don't know the financial terms, but I'm assuming it's got to be five years or five million a year. I would think so. But how many times have we seen a college coach, not just in basketball, but football as well, they make the jump to the pros, and then they're back? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it is. So Besi- college sports, this is the reason why Tom Izzo will never go in the NBA. Oh, no. The coaching style for 90% of college programs does not translate to the professional level because college, these kids aren't getting paid still. And you were coaching them, telling them what to do, you are instructing them. You are learning, helping them learn new things. And at the end of the day, you're the one making the paycheck, and they're trying to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that next level, once you get to the pros, they are essentially your peers. They are yeah. making more money than you most of the time, and you still try to have to tell them what to do? No, why not? I'm making three times your salary. Why the hell do I have to listen to you? A great example and. What coaching does, especially especially in the NBA, I think football is a little different because of the game planning and stuff. Yeah, don't even get me started in that that quitter Nick Saban. We've been over that yeah. before. But in basketball, some I look at as the Warriors when they won the seventy three games, or whatever, a couple years ago. Steve Kerr missed like the first half of that season with health issues, and um, Luke Walton stepped in. Okay, They're, oh Luke Walton's is great coach. He goes to the Lakers. You can't even get him into the playoffs. <laughs> so it just proves it. it it's so much more based on the team you have around you on your success rather than the coaching where in college I could have coached Golden State that year I, everyone could have my Jameson could have and he wasn't even born yet <laughs> but it, it just proves in college Beeline takes these two and three star recruits 
and builds teams with them and makes them into championship contenders, while in the NBA, there's legitimately you need three of ten people on your team to compete for an NBA championship, and everybody knows it. The coach doesn't matter. I absolutely 100% agree. I mean, look at, like you said, the Lakers. Look at the Lakers this year. They had LeBron and a young kid and Lonzo and a little bit of talent mixed in here and there. They couldn't contend, not even close. No. You need need talent. And everybody says, so every team LeBron goes to is the best and he's going to make the team better. Well, yeah, he's going to make the team better. But this proved it that even when he was in Cleveland, he had help around him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just him. He was just the hometown kid, and he was able to yeah. get it done. But, and it was a weaker conference then, too. No, absolutely. And weak conference, weak division. I mean, one thing, and I heard on the radio on my uh, um, way home today, in truth, we will probably see a lot more of John Beeline across the state than we did in the past because now he's on a national stage coaching a professional team that plays against our professional team locally. Very true. Multiple times a season. So a lot more of him on SportsCenter, a lot more of him on, on on the radio, a lot more of him being talked about just because he made this jump. And being with the Cavs, not that the Cavs are a big market team, but they'll always be tied to LeBron James. So every time a team someone goes there, it's – Still going to circle back to LeBron somehow or another. Uh, mark my words, LeBron will play his final season, or at least most of his, of his final season in Cleveland. You really think so? Yep. You think he'll go back a third time? He will go back a third time to retire. Like not even just sign the contract and retire? Nope. He'll go back and play? He will play. So? Okay. Interesting. Um, a few names that people have brought up to replace Beeline, because now that's the next question, is what's Michigan going to do? You're getting the heat of recruiting and all of a sudden your coach is gone and your season is a few months away from starting. Uh, I had a few people throw out Billy Donovan and Brad Stevens, and I just don't think that'll ever happen. Um, both of those guys have gone from college to the NBA and have been successful. Brad Stevens, obviously, with the Celtics, and Billy Donovan with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Donovan, however, has not made it out of the first round of the playoffs in a while, but he's getting there. He's got Russell Wilson. He's got uh, playoff as Paul George calls himself. He can't get out of the first <laughs> round. Um, but, yeah, then there's some other people. Chris Beard out of Texas Tech. I think that's the most interesting one because he's 46. He took Texas Tech to the national championship game, and Michigan can give him a lot more money than Texas Tech can, but it's still Texas Tech. You're not talking about just some small school or anything. Uh, that's the one I find most interesting. Then Mike White in Florida, too. That's another one I heard come around. Um, but he hasn't been around too too long, hasn't proven too, too much. Um, and there's a couple guys out of Loyola, Butler. I just think those schools, while they could be successful, they're too small. Um, and someone, too, pointed out a couple of Michigan assistants. And Juwan Howard, actually, he's a Miami Heat assistant. But it's one of those things going NBA to college is completely different. I think if you're hiring a college coach, you got to kind of bring them up through the ranks. I don't think you can go NBA to college basketball because it's, it's all recruiting. So I did find out that the assistant GM of Cleveland was a former player of Beeline's. I don't remember which one of the schools he played at. 
But anyway, there is a connection there. It wasn't just sort of a oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, the assist, one of, I think it was the assistant GM for Cleveland um, was a former player of, of Beeline's. So there you go. That gets the conversation started, and all of a sudden they're going in there reminiscing and say, "Hey, coach, like, hey. remember that time that you coached me twenty five years yeah. ago? Let's and talk about, about basketball." You're sixty six years old. Your chances of winning an NCAA tournament are very slim, dwindling, and. It's just getting tougher and tougher, and if they take out this one-and-done rule, it's going to get even harder, I think, because you're going to have to actually build teams. Um, dog's going I think Lucy's just slipped on ice. <laughs> Anyways, so he gets a five-year contract, so he'll be 71 when that expires. Assuming he's making probably five or six million a year, 30, 35, 36 million he'll get paid out. It's a guaranteed contract. 71, that contract expires. Even if he doesn't make it the five years, he's getting paid. He's going to retire. Yep. I doubt at that point he's going to say, hey, here's my chance. I have a chance to take the number one draft pick I have an opportunity to get in Zion Williamson or whoever else they would try, Jay Moran or anyone else they want. But I have a chance to build a team, try and win a championship. Is it likely? No, I'm, he's not going to. I know that right now. But here's my chance to build a team, build a legacy in the NBA. Maybe I go out. Maybe I do somehow build a great team, and in five years I win an NBA championship and I walk out. They retire then. That'd but be awesome. Now is the time to do it because mm-hmm. he's at the end of his career. Hey, let's give it a whirl. If it doesn't work out, cool. It's been a great ride. I've been to a lot of national championships. I got a lot of respect from the guys over in Michigan. He's still going to be go down in history at U of M. Oh, I, I wish him all the luck, all the best. It's been a pleasure as a Michigan State fan. It's been a pleasure to be able to play against him the last several years. Um, this is this came as an absolute shock to me. Yeah, I. I, I don't know. It, they said it was all negotiated. No one even talked about it. His name was never even brought up in any of the coaching circles or anything. So it's it's out of nowhere. I was shocked. I called you this morning when I saw it. We're just like, wait, what? Yep. <laughs> like, okay. I did not think he would ever be leaving. It's like, Tom Izzo won't leave. Then Beeline won't leave. He had a good thing going, the two of them. Yep. But Yeah, Michigan, hey, Michigan State basketball talks. has really become quite an awesome thing to watch. I'm honestly, I'm like, I'm sad because I'm not going to see, like, I hope Michigan is still good, but that was a cool rivalry to see as Michigan, Michigan State, and the respect that Izzo and Beeline had. Yep, and it's been a long time since they've had that kind of rivalry between the two schools. And you know they were like, I don't want to say good friends, but they got each other, they respected each other, and and they had fun doing it. I don't know. But Wade Manuel's got a hell of a job. Ward Manuel. Ward, not Wade. Ward Manuel. He's got a... (laughs) Hell of a job he's got to take care of now. Hell of a mess to clean up. How didn't he know? He should have gone over Beeline and said, what's your price? Open that checkbook up. Call up your boosters. Maybe take a little million out of Jim Harbaugh who can't do anything. Why does your phone keep buzzing? I don't because people are, it's my wife. Oh, she's she misses you. Me. I mean, can you blame her? Well, she like, no, she's probably like, don't come home. So she's probably like, happy potiversary. No, she didn't say pot of her. Bring home milk. She's doing <laughs> bring home milk. What? You got a kid. I know, but bring home some milk. Olivia needs milk. I don't know. No, she doesn't need milk. We have milk. We have all <laughs> the fixins. <laughs> all the fixins. She uh she is busy playing with her cricket as we speak. Does she want to make your shirts for you? Because I still have them. <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so right now she's making uh, 
birthday invitation. I was about to be like, wait, your first your first birthday is coming up. Yeah, we are. We almost have a one year old, which is crazy. How is okay? So we started this podcast a year ago. So she was Negative eight months pregnant, month. and we had like one or two episodes in before, obviously the the big day happened. How's it been? It's R- been uh, it's been good. It's been crazy. I mean. The fact that I almost have a one-year-old, and she's doing essentially the same thing as she did when she was a one-day-old, but bigger. <laughs> as in, her diapers are bigger. When she hits me in the face with her hand, that's a little bit bigger. Um, her bowel movements are much bigger and smellier and uglier. <laughs> and so they're just nasty, dark, black, <laughs> just make me want to puke. Um, today, Shayna had her crawling around on the her bedroom floor. And she said, Madam Concerned, she hasn't peed recently. And she had been, she said that for uh, 15 seconds after she said that. Olivia did not have her diaper on and peed all over the carpet. <laughs> the new carpet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. At least it was in her room, so we can blame the dog, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. This is so. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, no, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's since we started, you have a new child as well. I yes. Mean, you grew from a family of three to a family of four. It's a party. It is. I mean, you have to get a different style of table when you go out to eat now. Yep. I have to get a lot of different things now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out to eat. You know how hard it is to go out to eat with a toddler and an infant? Uh, no, I know how hard it is to go out with an infant. Yeah. We, Shana and I, two weekends ago, um, went out together for the first time and quite a while and it was strange so we went to dinner and a movie and we didn't have to talk at the movie so we talked a little bit for like an hour we were getting drinks and dinner and it was great i loved it it was a fantastic time but it was just it's weird not having that little thing around yelling at you the entire time right me and uh mel and i we decided me and mel and i me and mel and i that's the name of the movie that would be a terrible movie, but I would watch it. <laughs> the story of my life is not that fun, Blu- trust me. I would get it on Blu-ray and VHS. <laughs> it wouldn't even make it to VHS. It'd be like the uh, uh, the Disney Channel straight-to-movie. Oh, the original like movies? No, like the sequels to the like Mulan 2 never oh, went to theaters. Yeah. It was straight-to-video. Straight-to-DVD. That's not a good thing. Don't, don't <laughs> flaunt that. It's like, wow, you can buy it right <laughs> away. It's because nobody wanted to play it in their theater. There's a Seinfeld episode where Kramer was an extra in a movie. He goes, yeah, it was straight to VHS, too. <laughs> Everyone's kind of looks at him and starts laughing. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it wasn't much of a Seinfeld yet. I know. A, it's hilarious. I know I'm in the minority with that. Yeah. It wasn't much in a Seinfeld. When, when it wasn't much in a Frasier. I tried again uh, a couple years ago, I feel okay. like. I it's feel just, like four years ago, I probably wouldn't have understood it, but now I get it. That's like Home Improvement. When was the last time you watched Home oh, Improvement? Oh, I love Home Improvement. Yeah. That's like a, like when, I, when I was a little kid, I thought it was funny. And what, now that I was older and I rewatched I actually it's own the hilarious. series. It is absolutely hilarious. So I'm a huge fan of Cheers, which yep. was way before our time, but I yep. still love the show. That's one of my all-time favorites. Huge shows. fan of Home Improvement. Yep. Not a fan of Seinfeld, not a fan of Friends, and not a fan of uh, Frasier, which Frasier was a spinoff of yeah. Cheers. Yeah. I I mean I like Frasier on Cheers. I know I don't think I ever really watched Frasier the TV show. I just I didn't even like his character. He's like that kind of snooty, stuck up type character, and I just 
wasn't never a fan really. So we did bingeable top six bingeable TV shows. Oh yeah, and I forgot several. Um, we need to rank like our old TV shows, like our. How would you word that? Oh, uh, TV series that first aired before 2000. Okay. I like that. We're going to put it on here. We're going to do that eventually. Prior to 2000. Oh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, it was yeah, just, that was just Ask Your Life exactly. here um, by exactly. your, your wonderful mother-in-law. Yes, that's a fantastic show. Fantastic show. Excellent show. Yes. I, I forgot where my thought of Lucas was going. <laughs> huh? We were talking about Lucas. Oh we yeah, we talk- We had kids. Yeah, kids. Yeah, kids change everything. You get to sit down and watch TV shows never anymore. Oh, I know where I was going with this because you said you went out on a date. Oh okay. yeah, we went on a date. Yeah. That's great. No, Mel and I have now made it since now you have two kids and it's even harder to like sit down and be by yourself. That um, we are trying once a month to just have a date night, whether it's the two of us go to dinner, a movie, or the two of us. Meet up with two friends and we go to dinner or go to a baseball game or, or just drop the kids off from your parents' house and sleep. Yep. Yeah. Car naps are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the kids off, go around the corner for six hours, sleep. Yep. Come back feeling refreshed, baby. <laughs> Might have done that. Don't spill your secrets. Why? Because now everybody knows what you do. No one knows what I do. Sneaky, I've got a pretty sneaky. good idea. Yeah, you do. Actually. I've worked with you long enough. He kind of laughed at the best time, unfortunately. Why are you doing more work now? I have to. You left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. We're going to do our top six now. But yeah, we're going to do a top six TV series prior to 2000. That started prior to 2000. That'll be fun. Yeah. I got millions With of ideas. Rats. Oh, man. Just millions of ideas. Before we get in this top six, though. Okay. You've been able to try all your beers over there. Yes. Put them in order for me. 15 oh. or 18. Which one do you like best? Which orders? Uh, Which ones do you like? Number four is 16. <laughs> I know this right now. Good. Number four is 16. Number three is 18. Number two is 17. Number one is 15. So 16, 18. 17, 15. 17, 15. You? 16, 17, 18, 15. Okay, so you like the booziness. I do like the booziness. See, I like, I like the, the smoothness of 17 and 15. But 15 is still my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down easily. Oops. What did you Hey, Amazon package. Shit. Jesus. Thank Amazon. you for the present. Oh, oh, don't worry. We got more coming. <laughs> oh, man. Just hang tight, guys. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's it. All right. <laughs> packages are shit. Wait for it. Oh, okay. Packages Ooh. in road. All right, top six. So this week's top six. I came up with the idea, and as soon as I did that, I regretted it because I'm not a huge sweets guy, but there's so many desserts that I do like a lot. See, I'm the same way. I don't eat dessert too often. Um, try and cut back like sugar and stuff. So that's when these, I that's why these are diet beers, right? So when I eat a dessert, I'll go all out. I no matter what. It's like, oh my god, it's fantastic. It was the greatest. Lay thing off ever. me, I'm starving. But yeah, so I, I had trouble with this. I. I made it work. All right. So let's get the sounders if they're going to work. Week, I remember. Um, you start because right, I did last week. Also. Number six. Thank you for not talking over any of the sounders too yet. Oh, not yet. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought anything up. Guess what I'm doing <laughs> next. Um, so what made this 
very hard for me is <clears throat> my grandma, actually both my grandmas, <clears throat> excuse me, make very delicious desserts. I mean, all the food they make is really good, but this is going to be really uh, based mainly around my grandmothers and their desserts. Fair warning. Okay. No, um, it's fine. You got to do what you got to do, man. So uh, my number six is my grandma Hensler's um, rhubarb. I guess it's a cobbler is what it is. Have you ever had rhubarb before? I've had it in like beer. Yeah, I'm going to I get some so, rhubarb growing in my backyard and make you some rhubarb. Okay. It's delicious. What is it? It is. Because there's like strawberry rhubarb, but okay, I'm assuming so it, that means there's strawberries and, and, and rhubarb. rhubarb. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and rhubarb. That's, I'm um, just making, I don't know. <laughs> hey. Hey, lunch meat Jesus. Well, I, I, I'm well aware you are not very uh, versed, well versed in the uh, I like different food. foods of the world. I like very simple. Food. So rhubarb, it's it's a stalk. Like imagine a celery stalk. Yep. Um, Don't like it. But it is. Uh, it's kind of like bittersweet. I mean, every time you cook with it, you have to add sugar, otherwise it's too bitter and, and tart. Um, it's just it's it's very interesting vegetable. I think it's a vegetable. It's a weird thing, man. I'll make this rhubarb. So just rhubarb. So this was a rhubarb, I guess, cobbler that my cobbler. grandma makes. Okay. And it's got like the crust on top and like a okay. rhubarb layer on the bottom. And when you put it in the plate, you flip it. It's delectable. Nice. So it's kind of funny. You mentioned all your desserts were like homemade and things. So are mine. I didn't realize it. <laughs> I just looked down. Oh, nice. It's not like Oreos. <laughs> no. Uh-oh, Oreos. <laughs> Mega soft, Oreos, soft chips, ahoy! <laughs> Those are some Those good are, cookies. Those though. are really good. <laughs> okay, real quick sidebar here. Do you prefer the hard chips, ahoy, and dunk them in milk, or the pre-softened chips, ahoy? The hard chips, ahoy. Oh wait, no, hang on, wait, no, 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 no. the soft chips, ahoy. Oh, you oh. see, I will take uh, soft. Hey. As long as I have a glass of milk, I will take the hard chips, ahoy, no. ten times out of ten. No, soft chips, ahoy, and put some cool up on it. No. I don't know how I'm not a thousand pounds. I don't either. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete, man. <laughs> that is the one of that. That should have been on my list. That did that's, not make my list. That's not even the dessert. That's just a look how fat I am food. Here's my number six. Like when I sit down with a bag of chips and I can't put them down. Pumpkin roll. Those have, are delicious. Have you ever had, had? I've had those before. Those are fantastic. My mom makes them homemade. She always gives me one and I freeze it. And I actually brought it out just this past weekend, and I think I ate three quarters of it by myself. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that to and yourself. That's why I started a strict diet today. <laughs> it's my last good weekend to go out and eat a lot. Strict. I mean, you still have to consume your... There's that guy down at that brewery in Ohio. All he did for Lent was yeah. drink beer. He lost weight. Do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Faith in you. I don't know if my doctor will like it, but... Don't tell your doctor until you're done. He'll be like, why'd you lose yeah, all, or how'd you lose all this weight? It takes oh, my blood. How'd you lose all this weight? I've just been drunk for 30 days. AKA my answer. Because <laughs> it going 20 days at the time. Number five. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were done. I thought you were done. I thought you were done. Number five. Um, We have talked about this before, and you've got your own variation of it of what my family does 
There's these things we call them Eisenkegli, and it's just basically oh, a basically yeah. deep-fried sweet batter. Yeah. Also called sometimes rosettes, and yep. that's what your family calls them. And basically, you have this little metal iron, and you get batter on it, and you dunk it in some super hot oil. It's like a flaky little batter cookie thing. They're awesome. They are awesome. I don't know how to explain them better than that. They're really strange things, but they're they're awesome. I didn't put any Christmas cookies on my list. Well, kind of maybe one. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I mean, you can eat cookies like I know, all but year. we always bake cookies like those types of cookies at Christmas time. I don't know. Yeah, I I love them. I, I told you about the whole. My mom used yeah, to store Christmas the cookies. cookies in the yeah, 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 yeah. Every time I go to my freezer now, I think of that. <laughs> yeah, you can tell your mom that. I go to my freezer like twice a day. So she, uh, I think she's got a better hiding spot now. Well, maybe not anymore since I've <laughs> the moved kids out are out of the house. house. But, yeah. <laughs> and again, I think my dad found them. Just got to worry about your pops. <laughs> That's funny. Um, my number five: berry truffle, trifle, trifle. Uh, probably truffle. Trifle means like troubling situation. Truffle, very truffle. I don't know why I put mine in there. Basically, <laughs> I don't either. You take angel food cake, cool whip. You put some ice cream in there and all the berries you want. And you mix it all up. Basically, put it in one of those dishes and you scoop it and eat it. It's the best dessert in the summer, man. It's so refreshing. Sounds very good, actually. Yeah. My mom made it for the first time actually a couple years ago, and now Mel and I make it actually quite often. But it's one, it, it's one of the ones though you have to have it because it's best with fresh fruit, obviously. You have to have it in the summertime. All right. I'll make it for you one time this summer. Okay. Maybe, if you're lucky. Okay. Oh, I got to hit the summer. Wait for the sound. Sorry. That's why you being quiet. Number four. I didn't want to talk over it again. You really wanted to, though. I (laughs) I know. (laughs) So it's funny that you said uh, fresh fruit dessert because the next one of mine is uh, strawberry shortcake. Ooh, it's a good one. It's simple, it's easy, and it's delicious. I love strawberry shortcake. That's a very good one. Matthew, have you ever heard of dirt? Yes, dirt dessert is one of the most amazing things in the world. My grandma, rest in peace, God love her soul, made the best dirt in the world i honestly cannot remember the last time i had it but it's like cream and oreos and chocolate and cream and just awesomeness i dirt dessert used to be one of my favorite desserts until somebody ruined it for me one time oh don't ruin it they put gummy worms in it oh i just picked them up i wasn't ready for it though like you freaked out? Like somebody like scooped it on my plate so I didn't know there's a gummy worm underneath my dirt. I ate the spoonful and the gummy worm somehow made it the spoon without me realizing it. And it just it threw me off. I was like, what is wrong with this? <laughs> like, oh there's gummy worms in there. Like, That's freaking disgusting. Don't put gummy yeah, worms no, in my dirt no, dessert. I, I know I get it. It's yeah. funny. I'm sure kids think it's cute. Yeah. But come I'm, on, man. Yeah, it's cute for kids, yeah. No, dirt, man. My Shana makes very good dirt dessert. Really? Yeah. Dirt dessert. Dirt dessert. <laughs> Number three. Just making sure. And this is when things get tough for me. Like, really tough. Because I didn't know where to put these. And there was a whole bunch of other ones I wanted to include, but I didn't want it all to be the same type of dessert in my list. Um, so this next one here... Um, 
my mother's mom, my grandma Aller, makes this amazing chocolate pudding pie with homemade pudding. Like so, it gets like that crust on top, mm-hmm. and like you cut the pieces of pie, and like if I were to make it, the pudding would just go bleh, all over <laughs> the rest of the pan and the pie, and it come out this in the blah. I don't know what she does, but she makes it in such a way that you cut the pie and the pudding stays perfectly in the triangle shape. And it's got the crust on top and it is, it's amazing. Like, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. I will take vanilla over chocolate almost every single time mm-hmm. until that pie makes an appearance at a family meal. And I go nuts so for it. You know what it is? I don't know how she does it. But she makes a fantastic chocolate pie. Grandma, if you happen to be watching this evening, thanks. Good job, Grammar. My number three. Chocolate-covered Oreos. Okay, yeah, so if you don't need a heart attack, you might as well <laughs> give yourself one. You deep fry them, too? No, no. <laughs> Mel makes them. You take all, like, the, the craft chocolate or whatever. You got to get fresh chocolate, though. If you get the chocolate, you don't use it right Hold away. Hold on. Craft, like, like, fancy chocolates or, like, American Singles chocolates? No, like the Wilton little chocolate things that you get. Well, like, like the fancy, yeah, like, like the melting little, chocolates. Yeah, yeah. You know, at craft stores. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really? It's all my craft yeah, stores. Yeah. You got, you got to make sure you get fresh ones. We've learned this now. Is the older they get, the less melty they are, and like the consistency they lose it. So you got to make sure you get. Gotta fresh check ones. that exp date. You do. And if you open it, just throw it away or just eat them. But yeah, Mel makes them, dude. They are fantastic. I love chocolate covered Oreos. They are the shiz. Knit. Shiz knit. Number two. You uh you know what happens when you eat aluminum foil? You become an alien? You sheet metal. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke. <laughs> oh man. This is the place where uh uh, being an adult comes to die. All right, my number two. We're on two, right? <laughs> number yes, two. We're on two. Uh, my other grandma, my uh, grandma Hensler again, she has somehow figured out. Have you been a big boy restaurant? Dude, big boy restaurants. Okay. I will go to big boy restaurants. They have the second best cheese stick, mozzarella stick. Their big boy and their salad bar is fantastic. So you've been there before. Yep. So you know they're, <laughs> you know they're renowned for their, their pies. Yes. They make, they make uh, especially strawberry Yes. Pie. My grandma has found a way to duplicate this strawberry pie recipe. They make, she calls her big boy strawberry pie. And she has taken that recipe. And she makes it for a big boy. She sure does. <laughs> and I have no problems eating it. And she has taken that recipe and made uh, raspberry pies and mixed berry pies all with the same recipe. And basically what they do is they just take gelatin and mix it in with the fruit. Incredible. Money. I love it. Money. My number two, again, out to my my late Grandma Musinski here. Uh, She had the recipe for the greatest we do M&M or chocolate chip cookies. They are fantastic. We still make them to this day, and I can eat two dozen in one standing. I can just sit there and just... Until 24 of them are gone. 
That's the, a the, the batter, whatever dough, whatever you want to call it, is fantastic. You don't even got to cook it. Like half the time, like is we'll there make, raw eggs in it. Yeah, you're gonna get shut salmonella. Up. Shut up. Have, like we'll make a, like a quad batch, and like a third of that or a quarter of it, we'll just eat while we're making the rest of the cookies. And then we'll eat the cookies when they come out, and they last like three days. <laughs> so we don't make them too often. Imagine if you made all the cookies. <laughs> last six days. <laughs> all right. So I, would. I say that about raw eggs. My great-grandpa, when he was still alive, when we were working on the farm, if it was hot out, he would come in and he would pour himself a glass of beer, a little tomato juice, some salt, and crack a raw egg in it. That was his lunch. Huh. I was like six, so I would get milk toast, which is um, toast with milk on it <laughs> i mean it, this is the 90s man like we were not in a depression but my great sure? grandparents grew up in, in the depression so you're six you get milk toast i get i get milk toast my grandpa drank beer with a raw egg in it not that i probably would like it better at the time man, i hate you <laughs> i thought you, you were done <laughs> no i waited you paused i thought you were done i thought you were done Ah, kill me. We got to get better at this. We've been doing it for a year. <laughs> We've only had the soundboard for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> number one. All right, number one was a really easy one for me. Um, red velvet cake with cream cheese frosting. <laughs> okay. Yep. Homemade? Box? I prefer homemade, but I mean, I'll eat boxed. I'll okay. eat, yeah, as long as it's a red velvet cake with a cream cheese frosting. Don't care. And don't ruin it with like icing and all that crap on it. Just just the frosting. That's all I need. You know? And Shayna one time, she she made like this, it's called a poke cake, I think. I don't know. Uh-huh. You poke holes in the top of it and you pour like a different kind of cream cheese frosting in it and it like penetrates into mm-hmm. the cake and it makes it like super moist. And then uh, people don't like that word, moist. I don't get that either. I get a friend of mine, she hates that word. So every time I see her, I let her know how moist my yard is and why I haven't been able to mow it and <laughs> how moist I prefer my cakes. And she tells me how much she hates the way I talk to her. Um, but yeah, red velvet cake, cream cheese frosting. My number one, my mother's, n- not even the cake, because the cake's basically box cake normally. Mama Muse. Her frosting. It's like a Aubrey's buttercream frosting. It is fantastic. It's so not it's a, so. It's a homemade frosting. Yes, it is. I do. I could just lick it off the beater all the time. That's all I need. Just the frosting. All right. It sounds delicious. Every type of cake it goes on. It's phenomenal. You know what I hate? Fruit cake. You are a fruit cake. Oh man! Wow, we're actually like on time. Fifty minutes, and. And the show is... For as much as I've talked done. about nothing in the last 20 minutes, I'm surprised we're on time. We talked about nothing for the last 50 minutes. Uh, well, there's a few somethings in there. We're going to... Uh, quick. Question of the podcast. We got results, baby. We Excellent. Actually, so we found a new way to do this. Now it's actually putting a poll on Facebook. Get a lot more people to vote. So we will continue to do that. I totally forgot that that was an option. <laughs> like Sunday, it's like 6 a.m. and I'm up with Lucas. And I'm just like, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, look. A poll too, so uh, Pool ended up with a astounding twenty votes. Congratulations, Pool! What? Yeah, and Lake ended up with thirty three. Holy smokes! Lake with the win. That's the yeah number one. This is fifty three. We got fifty three people that like us that are enough to vote. 
Or Thank 53 you. people that are trying to get that off their screen. They can't figure it out, so <laughs> just hit one of them. Hey, don't matter. Vote's a vote, baby. What do you prefer? Oh, okay. So, I hate swimmer's itch, but I'd still rather hang out in the lake than I would a pool. Yeah. I hate the chlorine. Like... Going into a pool and then getting out, I, I feel like I just need to go shower. Oh, I love the feeling of that chlorine behind my eyelids. It feels wonderful. I love trying to swim with my eyes open. I mean, I'd rather get chlorine, I guess, in my eyes than, I don't know, some sort of flesh-eating bacteria. But still, I prefer the lake. Yeah, I'm a lake guy, 100%. No questions asked. I mean, pools don't have leeches and rocks to step on, but I still prefer the lake. All about the lake, baby. Oh, and the pool doesn't have a whole bunch of fish crab that you'd step in and wade through, but still prefer the lake. Hey, baby, we're from Michigan. We prefer the lake. It is what it is. Oh, and the lakes and pools aren't filled with salmonella and other diseases and, and waterborne pathogens that um, lakes are filled with, but I still prefer the lake. So you like the pool? I am still a fan of the lake. <laughs> All right. Where else can you go bathe somewhere and feel dirtier when you come back in? <laughs> I, I have, a lake in Michigan. I have bathed in Lake Superior when it's like 35 that degrees. That is one of the cleanest of the lakes yes, in the state. that is one of the best feelings you'll ever get. You can get eaten by giant fish in Lake Superior. There you go. That's where Loch Ness uh, summers. Yep. You can see Bigfoot doing backstrokes across it, too. Absolutely. The sturgeon there are huge. They are. The whitefish is phenomenal. Ooh. I had um, a grouper slider the other day. Really? It was delicious. Lansing. Hmm. I don't remember where it was at. It's my first time down there in a long time. Was there in business? I already forgot where it was. Nice. That's not good. Don't tell your boss that. Well, All right, he's probably watching. So, like we said, we're gonna extend this episode just a few more minutes. Nothing crazy, but we're gonna. This is when we cry. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not gonna cry. We're gonna reflect. You're not gonna reflect. Cry. You're gonna cry, aren't you? Over here, sucking down glasses of red wine. <laughs> we're reflect on a year, man. We we started this legitimately um, a year ago, like two or three days ago, yeah. something like almost that. the day, pretty yeah, close. pretty close. Um, but no, we started and in our first episode, admittingly, I think the both of us can say was probably the worst thing we've ever done. Yeah. If you somehow find our first episode, it's out there, do it's us a favor and don't listen iTunes. to it. Um, it is very, um, explicit and there's a lot of F-bombs. Like, you know, when you go to the store, like, you know what Target was good for growing up? What? It wasn't getting your groceries or it wasn't getting like... Well, they didn't have groceries back then. That's no, okay. true. It wasn't getting anything. You don't buy things at Target except for your explicit CDs. Yes. The ones that you don't want your parents to know about because Target would sell it to you anyway because it's the only revenue they bring in that day. Yeah. That, that's our first episode. So don't... <laughs> yeah, don't listen to that. It's it, terrible. It, Miserable. We have learned a lot. My mama lectured me. Oh, dude, I got so many people are just like, uh, you can't air that. I'm like, well, actually, we can because it's a podcast. We do the it FCC want, don't bother me. But I get where you're going, and that's how we kind of... Yeah, we, we agreed. We joke we're family-friendly, but I think we're more or less just, hey, what's more marketable? Hell, we're barely friendly. <laughs> um, yeah, we come a long way. I mean, from recording on your cell phone in the middle of the yep. table as we're pounding Oberons to... <laughs> We actually had a couple nights where we didn't drink a beer. 
Yep. There was going to be one where I didn't drink We're a beer with Adam. Right now. Um, but he talked about that disgusting apple, and I had to. <laughs> That's right. Beer. That's right. We so. started, this show started as legitimately an idea between Matt and I just to go and talk. And we, we ventured around some weird things, you know. We went every other week, and, and then we decided, okay, we're going to go every week. We got really sportsy there for a minute. And it, we both kind of, like, sat back and looked and was like, what the hell are we doing? Everybody knows sports. Yeah. Like, we were, we had four pages of stats. Yeah. And we were just like, yeah, no, this is stupid. We legit now don't even have a page. Nope. And it's, honestly, we've talked well, we about think three it's better, things. But. Yeah. And it's just stuff we want to talk about. Like, Matt talks about baseball. I talk about changing tables in men's restrooms. And we talk about beer and the industry and... I mean, if we want to talk sports, Sometimes we talk, we talk sports, about our wives, but we're, we're really careful because they still like I wa- us We have this on, so you can see now if you're watching on Facebook. We have a whiteboard. Yeah, we do legitimately have what It does say don't suck. We still have not. Until we hold true to that <laughs> it's staying up there. statement. It's staying there. Um, but, yeah, we wanna, I'm, I want to bring them on. A wife's rebuttal because we've done a couple of top sixes. Um, I don't want to say against them, but kind of calling them out on a few things i think we gotta let them yeah really all they're able to do is sort of watch on facebook and say no i didn't do that or no you're an idiot matt bring me cheese sticks (laughs) yeah bring me cheese sticks and they both get cheese sticks and no melvin oh that's right melvin wanted me so funny story about that she's actually like oh lord i said you didn't bring me cheese i'm like you said you're gonna be asleep she was well i wasn't i'm like it's a 20 minute drive how was i supposed to know so for the record between g's and our houses the cheese sticks do get cold no, I'm sure they were and horrible. And they are uh, basically just uh, soggy um, mozzarella So sticks. it wasn't even worth it. I Told mean, they're, just they're still, still, still good. I mean, I yeah. ate three. There you go. Should know because I slept terrible. I had this thing where I sleep too close to bedtime. Not, not good for Matt. Wait, what? Like if I sleep too close to bedtime. Oh, like no, if I so, No, sorry, if I eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I <laughs> If I eat too close to bedtime, <laughs> I don't sleep well. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's why I was so long. Yeah. If I sleep so close to bedtime. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, if he takes a nap, well, yeah, no one's going to take a nap till 9.30, wake up and go back to bed at 10. No, I've been doing that pretty well the last couple of weeks, <laughs> but the whole eating right before bedtime. Like I had, I had some popcorn like a week ago right before bed. Well, not right before, but try to watch a movie and I fell asleep. We're watching Clue, actually. Have you ever seen that movie? Great movie. No. Watch Clue. And, uh, I think we talked about this, actually. I fell asleep watching Clue, eat popcorn, and then I did not sleep all that, that night. I've been snoring a lot lately. It's been it's been a mess. Yeah. In fact, I wake up and Shane is still in the house. It's a damn miracle. Every day, baby. Oh, man. So, well, she's speaking of which, how was Mother's Day? It was fantastic. Um, not that you're a mother, but... No. No, we, uh, we spent the... The weekend up north at uh, Holton Lake at the cottage where we do the Matt and Muse golf hunt. We actually made the tee times for that, so that's exciting. Um, but, no, it was relaxing. It was fun. The weather wasn't warm or anything, so we just kind of hung out. But it was good. What about yours? Um, it was admittedly on my end not as exciting as I wanted it to be. So I've been very busy with my new job last couple weeks. And all of a sudden Mother's Day was upon me. And uh, my mother-in-law purchased something that was adorable. And Shana's grandmother purchased something that was really adorable. It was her first Mother's Day, dude. Yeah, I got her flowers. I made her supper, but 
You drop the ball. Oh, absolutely. One thing you don't do is drop the ball on the first Mother's Day. Yeah, well, thanks, man. <laughs> you knew. No, I, I knew. I okay. looked for matching pajamas. and the, So those shirts weren't from you? No. Uh, my mother-in-law said, I bought Shayna a shirt that said our first Mother's Day, and I got Olivia matching onesie. I'm like, that's awesome. Can I, I wish I would have done it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I buy that off you? You should have said. Yeah, well. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I owe her big time because... It's just, I've been so busy. I always try and do, is obviously, this second one, second, third? Third. 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 Yeah. Try to do as best I can just because I know Father's Day second, Mel always knocks out of the park, so it's really hard. So this year, actually, we're sitting and talking about what we're going to do. She's like, go ahead, we should go up north. I'm like, all right. So I'm saying, like, oh, wait, that's like a week away. I go on Amazon, dude. He gets me every time. <laughs> I go on there, like, swipe, 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 done. Are those the packages that they're shipped? <laughs> no. Because they're a little late. <laughs> no. No, they got like one day shipping on a lot of things now. It's sweet. Oh, you got Prime, don't you? Yeah. Oh, dude. <sighs> don't get Prime. No, I don't want... My brother-in-law no. and I have uh, gotten ourselves in trouble. Um, drunk Amazon Priming. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Um, it's so was, easy. <laughs> there was one night that uh, we ordered t-shirts. One of them was not in my size, <laughs> so we had to give it to somebody else. But it said, America, back-to-back World War Champs. <laughs> Um, he didn't even order the right size. No, no. He <laughs> ordered his size and then somebody else's size, not mine. Um, and then uh, he called me one Monday morning. He goes, hey, Matt, I think you owe me 10 bucks." <laughs> and I said, why? He goes, I think it was you. Does a fifty caliber bottle opener sound right? <laughs> I said, what? He goes, yeah, it's like a fifty caliber bullet, but it's a bottle opener. Said, oh, that's pretty that. sweet. He goes, yeah, two came. <laughs> I heard him Saturday night and I was with you. Yep, I owe you 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Amazon Prime and drinking is a terrible combination. That is why I have not gotten it yet. because like, I will not order things from other sites just because it takes more than two days. <laughs> like I ordered something the other day and it's literally being shipped from Metro Detroit. So it's just being delivered by the Amazon company. Like They're not even putting on a UPS truck. They're like, oh, it'll be there Tuesday. It says TBA to be delivered by Amazon or transport by Amazon. Transport by Amazon. But so there'll be an Amazon truck at my house. That's fantastic. That's awesome. I should take it by drone. Right. They probably uh, I'll tell you off there. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. <laughs> <laughs> um I tell you what, man, it's been a fun year. It has. Thanks you guys, thank you for supporting us and Watching us and listening to us, download, subscribe. At least faking it. We yeah, appreciate that. It's, it's awesome, man. Just to see the numbers keep going up a little at a time is wonderful, and, and there's still numbers there. If there were the numbers there, we wouldn't do this. Um, we were able to make a little money. We pretty much even, and even's good. We're having fun, and we're gonna keep doing it until we stop having fun. So, absolutely, you're stuck with us for a while. Thanks for being stuck with us. Always subscribe, rate, listen. Cheers, brother. Cheers to a year. Cheers to a year. He's excited to be done. He's got something exciting to tell me off the air. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. We'll read on there. Um, nothing yet. Uh, MattMuseGmail.com. Yeah. Hold on here. It's been a it's been a whole damn year. <laughs> you guys haven't reviewed us yet. Like I don't care if it's a bad review at this point. Just say something. Yeah. Give us some stars. Let's get into the top 200. Yeah, right. That'd be awesome. Though. Give us in the top two 
trillion. I don't right. give a rat's behind. You can call us. We can talk. Yeah. We'll bring you on here. Seriously, if you want to talk about something fun and exciting, it does not have to be sports. It does not have to be family really. You can if you want to talk want. about how bad your hemorrhoids were <laughs> when you were 26 years old because you had a terrible, terrible experience at summer camp, we'll talk about it. Talk about anything, baby. 989-317-1391. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Matt Muse, MattMuse.com. We will be back next week live. Do you think anybody listens to this last part? Nope. I hope so. Live from Double S Party Store and Cafe 13 up in Calcollin. We will have Megan and Ben McParlin. We have a surprise for them. We are doing couples trivia or marriage something. or We're going to We don't know yet, but it's going to be funny. Yeah. Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. See ya. God, that's over. And thanks for Melanie for putting up with our shenanigans in the basement. Thanks to Shayna for, I guess, still being home when I come home from Adam's house. <laughs> <laughs>